Hello, bonjour à tous. I'm happy to have you back here today for the second episode of Reborn Podcast. And I'm happy to receive my first guest, which is Emmanuel Rendas. Hi, Eva. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Thanks yeah. for having me here. Oh, it's a pleasure. Appreciate it so much. So Emmanuel is one of my close friends from Dubai and he has an exceptional background. And I'm so excited to have you two here today because your story is one of the most inspiring that I heard so far. And I'm sure that is going to inspire so much more people. And it's the first time that you're doing, um, yeah, that you're telling your story on the podcast, right? Yes, it is actually first time. Yes, amazing. So to start this conversation, can you tell us more about yourself and what you're doing? Yes, uh, I was born in Portugal. I've been married for 20 years. We have six wonderful kids. Uh, right now in Dubai, I'm working for uh, farm properties and uh, I'm really enjoying it very much. And uh, my, my, but my biggest passion is really um, share my story because I have a story. A actually, everyone have, has a story and my story um, will impact a lot of people. And that's why I uh, accepted your invitation, because I uh, believe that uh, when we share our story, there is some, someone else that we he hear our story. They will get inspired and perhaps change the course of the destiny of their lives. Wow, amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. And how was your childhood? Where did you grow up? I grew up, as I said, I was born in, in Portugal, uh, 20 minutes from Lisbon. We always say Lisbon, but 20 minutes from Lisbon. My childhood was really rough, to be honest. Uh, my brother, my sister, we grew up in a very unstable home. Uh, perhaps the, the point that really um, marked my life was with my mom. She left when I was three years old. I remember like today. Now can you can imagine mm -hmm. a, a, yeah. a children with three years old, right? So I think 99% of the things I don't remember, but that moment I remember when my father said, um, your mom left. It was the, the end of the world for me. And from that moment, that marked and shaped everything in my life. Okay, and how did you like expected that when you grew up, how it was? Uh, actually, was, uh, I, I was growing up unconsciously of that trauma. I didn't know. I wasn't aware. Uh, I grew up in Christi Christian church, Protestant church. But as I said, my um, my childhood was very unstable. Uh, my father uh, was an aggressive father. Today, I understand why I love him. And uh, I believe one of the the most honorable things as a human being, regardless of what our parents... I'm a, I'm a father today, right? So I understand the struggles. I understand we are uh, all human beings and somehow we have our own struggles, no matter what, yeah. 100% of human beings. And it was very hard for me to, every time my, my father was aggressive with me, I would remember my mom. And like the, it was um, 10 hex the pain, right? I was growing up and I wasn't aware, right? I had no idea, right? So uh, at home, everything was a mess. Okay, wow. And... You say to me last time that when you were 17, you turned your life to spirituality, which yes. is a very young age for that. Yes. Can you tell us more about that? Yes, sure, sure. Great question. 17 years old. Uh, let me give you just a, a very, mm -hmm. uh, uh, very fast background. So yeah. I, uh, uh, I was living with my father. When I turned 13, we, we moved uh, out of my father's house to live with my mom. So the, the thing was, uh, every time I was dealing with my mom, my mom was seeing my father in me. So you can deal all her traumas were projecting in me. Okay. So it was a very, very disturbing relationship between the both of us. But at the time, 17 years old, 
um, my mother said there were some people from Brazil coming, and you know Brazilian people, they are really spiritual, they are really, I didn't they know go, about that. yeah, they were really spiritual, like African people, they go really deep, uh, and um, they came from, uh, from Brazil to do like a boot camp, like three days boot camp, spiritual boot camp. Oh, okay. And at the time, I wasn't very social with people. Uh, you know me today. Yeah. I'm totally the opposite. And uh, for me, when my mom said, oh, there's a people coming from Brazil, I was like, oh, okay. I don't want nothing to do with that. But somehow, you, are, you, you have those moments that's like somebody's talking to you. And then I heard something like, you go to, to them. So I called my mom. So I'm going, and my mom was like, is this my son talking? Because in our eyes, in our thought understanding, it, it would be the most impossible thing ever for me to tell my mom I want to meet these guys. So I went to, to this place in Portugal on the coast. It's an, uh, called Costa de Caparica. It's like 15 minutes away from Lisbon. Okay. Very beautiful place near the beach. And once I get there, uh, very happy people. I like, mm, I like, you know, the vibe. And uh, I, they introduced me to you, very shy. I was, I, I'm still very shy, a shy person. But um, at the time, I didn't know what to do, what to say. But then people came, uh, made me feel very welcoming. And I never had this in my life. Not from my father, not from my uh, grandparents, yeah. not from my mom, from no one. And that moment, my heart became vulnerable. As simple as, as that. And when we were sitting, um, I remember Claudio, the name of the guy. He said, Emmanuel, um, you know one thing? Very kind to speak to me. It's no one thing. That's the only suggestion I'm going to give you. If you tell God, if you, like this, if you're real, change me, change my heart, touch my heart. That's all. If you want to come, it's okay. If you don't want to come, you're still loved. I was like, whoa. I never heard this before. Yeah. It's always about judgment. It's always about you not, never measure mm -hmm. up. So my, you can imagine my self-worth, my self-esteem, the way I was seeing myself was at the lowest. I'm feeling this love, feeling loved for the first time. Right? I don't remember any time in the past feeling loved. So the first time I felt love. Okay? And it really touched my heart, but I didn't say yes. I, I enjoyed the time. We had some, uh, uh, some meals, uh, drinking. And then I decided, Mom, I'm going. My mom was like, okay, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. You know, so I went. I'm not here to impose any kind of religion to no one. I know the experience I had. I know what happened with me. I know what was my life after those three days. So, and uh, this is not an, uh, about placebo effect. This is a real life transformation. I was just 17 years old. On Friday night, I remember I said to God, very simple, not big prayer, whatever. I didn't know even how to talk to God. I said, God, if... What Claudia said is real. Uh, touch my heart and change me. The rest is history. Because during those three days, I think I have cried more in three days than my entire life. Really? But it wasn't a cry of sorrow. It was a cry, yes, of pain. But a cry where you feel, uh, where you feel the fullness of love, of acceptance. It is a place you don't want to get out. You want to be there. It's like this. I never experienced this before. It really changed my heart. Uh, my relationship with my mom was totally transformed. Totally transformed from night to day. Wow. Okay. And because she saw the difference in, my, in, in myself. It, the first time ever I saw my mom crying when she looked at me. Wow. 
very powerful thank you <laughs> and um, after that when you grew up how did you decide to get into real estate and coaching because I know that you also coach people so I want to know more about that after a couple of years I was uh, in church but uh, but somehow I felt a fish out of water I didn't know why I was feeling like uh I don't know. I I, I could I do I did not have answers, and this from Wayne Dyer changed my life and my perspective forever. And he said something: when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. So what he's saying is, when you change your pers mm -hmm. pers perspective, your perception, everything will change. And I understand that is the seasons in life, and everything uh, that cross your life is there for a reason. It, it ingredient that's necessary for the perfect recipe that God has for your life. And uh, even though um, I felt like I was in the wrong place, um, there is so many things that I've learned, right? Um, uh, there is positive and negative things. I am grateful for all of them. I did learn um, at my worst to be grateful, where you find uh, a way to be grateful for. And um, In 2012, uh, there was a moment, uh, there is a guy, spiritual guy, he's a pastor, he's becoming start sharing a totally different message. Because uh, what I have learned was like about everything you have to do to measure up, everything, your, your, uh, your good behavior, your service, uh, everything has to do with you. And we are, we, we, you are people with flaws. We fail all the time. And every time I fail, I feel I felt like a mess. So I never measured up to God. Okay. But this guy can bring a message like, it's not about you measure up to God. You already measure up to God because it's about what he has done for you. Okay? It's not about you gaining favor. It's about you have already his favor. Everything is done for you. You just need to find out and figure that out from inside of you. It's sort of a different message that I've uh, have heard in the entire life. I didn't understand very well what this guy was saying, but I knew what he was telling was like the same feeling I had uh, when I was 17. Mm, yeah. Okay, same feeling. I knew it. This is going to change my life. In order for me to make the decision to move forward, to break choose the strong guy, God will choose the broken guy. God will choose the, the one that has is, is being hurt the most. It is broken the most. That's what God chooses. God will not choose the strong one, you know, because um, there is a, a meaning in the story for that. And I did, at the time, I was so afraid and scared because uh, bringing my family out of uh, institutional church, uh, seeing my wife coming from uh, since she was a baby, you know, it, but God has his... Um, Uh, is wonder way of working, uh, orchestrating things and using what the enemy try to, uh, try to use you against you to work for you. And that's life. It is what I learned. Life is, is happening uh, for you. It's not happening to you. Yeah, I agree. From four to change my life forever. So from that moment, uh, I start my journey over there. 2015, when somebody introduced me, Bob Proctor was game changing. Oh, I love him. Game changing. He said, you're going to listen, you were born rich from Bob Proctor, your life. It was like opening my, my, my wings to fly higher. Wow. Okay. And that's how you decided after that to get into real estate then? So meanwhile, in the process, I, uh, I'm always moving just for you to understand. I never felt my place was in Portugal. So I move 
uh, to Belgium with my family. And but when I went to Belgium, grateful for for Belgium, grateful for Portugal, but I felt that was not my place too. So I was moving. Now imagining mm -hmm. a guy when you were alone is okay. You st you're still crazy moving from place to place all, all of the time. <laughs> but when you have a fam family, you get 10x crazy. So I had this mentality. I made a lot of mistakes, but who, who does not make mistakes? I did of a course. lot of mistakes for sure. And I moved to United States, 2015. I moved to United States. Um, How was for, it? Uh, yeah, Atlanta, Georgia wasn't the best experience okay. in my life. Okay, I, and uh, I learned so much. I, I brought my family to United States and uh, real estate caught my attention because I started listening to uh, Grant Cardone and I started doing uh, short-term rentals in uh, Florida and very nice. successful. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So I, I was like, wow, this really works. So uh, that's what I had these uh, seeds of mm -hmm. real estate until I uh, moved to Dubai. Yeah. Wow, finally to Dubai. <laughs> yes. Yes, I know. And um, can you tell us as well about uh, the biggest challenges that you have encountered in your life and how did you overcome these challenges? I want to know. Uh, yeah, biggest challenge, myself. It's myself. Why? Because I, my mindset, my inner world was not aligned with, with whom God created me to be. I did realize that. So I took responsibility. And one of the things that I learned from Bob Proctor uh, was um, you are responsible for your life, for your feelings and every result you get, that only successful people admit that. You know, it's easy when you listen to a, a, um, a, a podcast, a video, a mm -hmm. motivational video, you're saying that and when you are at your worst, when everything around you is telling you otherwise and you say, no, I'm responsible for my life, for my feelings and the result I get, is the, is, it's the moment you take the power Take the power yeah. and you can change your life. You, the blaming game does not align with successful uh, energy. So I learned from uh, a very uh, young stage on this process to stop the blaming game. You know, even those yeah. that hurt. And the thing is, when somebody hurts you, you know, when yeah. somebody hurts mm -hmm. you, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. But uh, when you start understanding the principles, the, the spiritual principles of growth, um, you understand that even those people, they are there for a reason, you know? And when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. And rather you be hurt, you start being grateful. And I did realize something very powerful, that the more grateful you are, the more you will heal. There is a power in, in gratitude because I believe gratitude is the silence healer. It will heal you without even you being conscious of it. And I'm a living proof of that, I can tell you. There is no bigger reward and prize of overcoming your own struggles, your inner challenges, and the feeling you have by the person you become is the biggest reward of life, I tell you. I would not trade for a one trillion dollars. Okay, and can you can you give me some example when you have to be in this gratitude, like good to 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 cultivate the gratitude every single day because it's small habits that will uh, that will establish the the foundation, you know. So um, it's like you go to the gym; it's your brain is a mental muscle. You start uh, uh, the more harder you push, 
the more the muscle uh, will uh, break and then afterwards restore and grow more. So it's the same thing with gratitude. But the, the real tests is when everything around you or something happened in your life that gives you all the reason for you to not be grateful, mm -hmm. but you choose to be grateful. And that's the moment that we, you genuinely build that muscle and un, un, uh, unbreakable uh, attitude of gratitude, because that's the true success. It's my attitude of gratitude. That's priceless. Yeah. And um, yeah. I agree. And um, can you also tell us about when you were homeless? I want to know this part of your life. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I was I, I was um, keeping this story for I don't know for the right moment. Maybe it's the right moment <laughs> <Maybe>. now. <laughs> uh, very few people know. I shared with you. Uh, that was the moment. You see, we make mistakes in the process, and I, I'm 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 a very wild risk taker. But sometimes I forgot to 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 bring my brains with me. So I have learned through the process. Sometimes you you take calculate risks, but use your brain too. Okay. So uh, and um, that was a moment when I decided to move to United States the first time, 2014, okay. because I had this passion to move to to United States, and um, uh, I had a friend. I trust this friend, and the only person I can blame is myself because you know you have the guts. Uh, uh, I know you have these red flags when you have a relationship yeah. with someone and the, the, those red flags keep telling you about this situation every single day and you ignore that and then there is a price we pay for that and that's the price I paid and my family paid the price. Um, so I left my home uh, uh, trusting that um, we'll go to United States and move there. We're just waiting for my friend's confirmation At the time, I said, I was so exciting. It was the, the, the beginning of the journey. Yeah. So sell everything we have. We have some good money. And you just wait. You just enjoy some vacation. And then we go, right? Everything was going, going smooth. But then, you know, when you, you are in vacation and the person wants stepping mm -hmm. back. And that's the moment uh, I start seeing things going really bad. So like two months, you know, and we're in vacation for two months. Uh, now the, the money going, we were getting like so really worried and at the time I would not have nobody to help me mm -hmm. because uh, family was against me. Take your family out of some familiar cycles. The thing is many of them, you, they are waiting for your fall. They are waiting for your fall. They have all the justification and uh, they have all the labels on you to justify the position because of frustration, of expectation, of, of me not doing what they want me to do. Mm -hmm. So I knew, uh, I don't know if it was pride or not, but I knew as well they will clap like, uh, okay, I, I told you, the, this guy is like this. You understand the, yeah, the process. Course. Everybody that is listening yeah. that already went through this process, they know you have always those people that are wa just waiting, like uh, sitting in the cinema with popcorn, waiting for us to fall and to celebrate yeah. and clap. At the time, I had no one, to be honest. I had no one. And um, I end up at the airport. Yeah. I, s I have stayed three weeks at the airport with my, at three the time. Three weeks? Three weeks. Three weeks. It was the most, uh, one of the most painful, horrible moments in my life. And what happened after that? Uh, I was, uh, afterwards, three weeks, um, I was able uh, finally to get someone to help us at the time. 
you know, and God bless his soul. And I will be grateful forever. And that was really painful. But you know one thing? I remember I was in the bathroom at the airport crying, not with a victimization mentality, but I was crying and grateful to God because I, I said to God, I remember, I said, God, uh, I know this is my mistake, but I'm learning from it and I'm going to get out and stronger. And the person I'm becoming in this process, I know is going to be a different person, you know? So after that, uh, I had a place to my family to stay and I, by myself, I went to United States. I never give up. I never give up. And I will never give up. And it paid. It paid. Up. Yeah. It paid. It was worth. It was really worth. I paid a high price, but the, the reward was higher too. Yeah. I can't imagine how you felt at this moment of your life. Really, I think it's so painful, but you choose to like feel gratitude still. And I'm so fascinated about that. Uh, so. Let me tell you something. Uh, my reason to come here and do this podcast is never to become an interesting person. My goal is not to show people that I'm very strong. I would uh, adulterate my belief and the understanding I have about God and life and grace if I would do that. I would be talking out of my ego and not out of my heart. And I can tell you, everything I overcame in life, which you don't have the possibility to say everything here, wasn't because I was that strong. There is moments in desperate. I went through depression maybe 50 times. I tried suicide like 10 times. Yes. I didn't know about that. It was a process, but uh, I have no idea how I overcame everything. Only answer, I can tell you, whatever people believe, I believe in, uh, I believe in, in Yeshua, that is the name in English, Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach is my, is my belief. It will be my belief for, for the rest of my life, for the experience I have in my life. And I can tell you, it was him alone. It was, it's impossible for me. Human strength is impossible to overcome these spiritual challenges. It's impossible, I tell you. So I, I will always be grateful because if it wasn't his grace, in every single moment of my life, I would not be here, I tell you. So everybody that will listen to this, don't admire Emmanuel. Don't praise Emmanuel because I'm not that strong. But he is, I'm telling you, in the most hardest moments. You know when you feel hopeless? Yeah. You know when you don't know what else to do? No. This is the moments you, you, you like jump out of the plane. The parachute okay. doesn't open. And, and now you jump out of the plane. You take the challenge. And the moment things start getting hard because the parachute doesn't open, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit the floor. How am I gonna do that? And you hit the floor. And you ask, ah, why God? You, br you break your legs. That's the moment most people, they give up. I will tell you, 90%. Jim Ron always said, uh, people, uh, people's names will change, but the numbers will never change. Society is like that. We know it. The, the problem is people give up when they jump out of the plane and the parachute does not open. But they forget that's the moment when God says whatever they believe. I believe in God when God says like this. Listen, get up. But I can't, God, get up. Because only by having the attitude by getting up, it is when your legs are going to get stronger. When you have the attitude of progress and keep moving forward, doesn't matter if it's scroll, crawling or whatever, you can just like take 
10, 20 minutes to, to walk one meter, but you move forward. And that's what God is, 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 is holding your hand. And many, many, many times in my life, when I was going through the process of life, I only see two footsteps and wasn't mine. It was God carrying me in his lap, another percent. I tell you. Because many moments in life, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Because, and that's the thing that amazed me the most. God gets and chooses the most broken people. And the process. Was it the test of your life? You told me that you had this test. Uh, in, in life, we have a lot of tests. And I'm figuring out and studying and finding out more and seeking more God to understand more and have a, a broad vision about this. But we all have tests in life. But studying a lot of uh, uh, people in life that already overcame and uh, achieve big dreams, there is a moment they have detests. English people understand there is the tests in life, there is detests. The test that will shape the destiny of your life forever. Of course, you have th those small daily tests that will create those uh, uh, habits that will uh, shape your future. There is a moment throughout the process, I believe I went through this, and I wanted to articulate better, to understand it really for myself, to understand this, this moment that happened to me. It was, uh, uh, wh which I realized was the test of life when I saw a lot of men's, great men's, even in the Bible, great men's going through the test of life that will shape the destiny of your life. And for me, uh, I've been married for 20 years. This was a divine purpose for a reason. And he, he is the reason of our strength, of our, of, our, of our foundation for us to be where we are today as a couple. Uh, but we had some bad moments. And the last one was one year ago. I can today uh, I can speak openly about that to inspire people. And if people listen to this, they can take out of positive for their relationships because marriage and relationships are not uh, pink worlds. There is a lot of struggles and there are a lot of uh, sacrifices, you know, that you have to do. And one of them was because my relationship was so so was going to the point of uh, got it. And, and you, I'm going to this direction, you go to this direction. And at the point, um, uh, I, w I was alone here in Dubai last year. I remember um, uh, in my spirituality, in my moment of meditation and praying to God, uh, I remember like uh, a voice talking to me like, are you willing to? Are you, you willing to sacrifice what you love the most in order for you to grow into the person I created you to be? And I knew the things I loved the most was my kids, you know, and have to spend time aside of them because I, I was deciding to go in another direction because uh, they, were, they were in Belgium, I was in Dubai. In order for me uh, to make that decision was harder than being homeless with my kids because it was so serious because I, I, took the, I, I took the yes to God so serious because many people, they say yes, they want to achieve great things in life, they want to, uh, I'm, I'm up to the challenge in life, I BS, 
I tell you, it's BS. Most of them is BS because when come the struggles at the point of pressuring you the, the the orange inside of you to see if the the juice is sweet or sour, that's when the when then the moment comes the real man, you know. And I can tell in that very moment, everything inside of me it was like, um, it's no, it's, you know, I have a garden and someone yeah. is taking the roots like it's so hard. You know, I felt like a hand taking that that from me you know and the things is whatever people believe the thing was not was like um was not god waiting for me mm -hmm. to bless me with something was about me proving to myself that my commitment to my greatness my commitment to my purpose was serious and life was testing me to say are you even willing to to give up of your best to become the best version of yourself to achieve what you propose to achieve many people won't understand because many people won't be willing to go through this, but I was, uh, I said, yes, I am. Because by me becoming the best version of myself in this process, this context, it will be the best gift I will give to my kids in the future. The best dad, the best version of Emmanuel is gonna be the best version as a father to my kids. Sooner or later, even though it doesn't make any sense, being far from my kids, I will do it. What happened was when I release all the, all the, the strings attached, because when you give unconditional to a purpose uh, and you leave all, all strings attached mm -hmm. behind, yeah. that's the moment every, everything breaks, like a breakthrough inside of you. And I had this breakthrough inside of me. And the moment I had this breakthrough inside of me, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened after, uh, I think if I'm not wrong, I don't want to, mis uh, I, to mistake you, but it was like maybe two weeks, two weeks, something happened with my wife. Like I never expected that could happen. Uh, my wife, uh, it's broke loose and all the defenses, all the things, I understand he's not, a crit a, a, he's not criticizing because the first person to take responsibility for my marriage or my failure is myself but was something that was holding her back unconsciously. It was like my decision from within released something spiritual that broke loose everything in her. You know, I can't right now articulate everything. I'm still going through the process of understanding one day to explain better, but I knew, I know what happened. I know how my marriage are, uh, is right now and I know the person I have besides me is not the same person, it's not. Even in my wildest dreams, I would not imagine to have a totally different person that is growing and it is working on herself to become one of the biggest examples as a woman in this entire world. She will, you know? And the process she had to go through, one of the hardest ever, you know? So I'm, prou I'm proud of her because of that, because it's, it's so hard. It's so hard. What happened to her? She... So she, she had this moment of realizing she, perhaps we will go in different directions. You know, that's the moment she realized that uh, the highest form of vibration is authenticity. Okay, when we are authentic, we cannot fake. We, not, we don't pretend, we don't need to be, we don't need to give the effort to pretend. When we are authentic, people will know it, people will feel it, and we, it will impact people's lives. You know, so I can tell you what was the test of life. The moment I had to um, to prove to myself, to God, that um, that I was really serious to my commitments. At the end of the day, we are together. End result. 
the process. Yeah. We don't understand the process, but when we give ourselves to God, to life, one thing we are for sure, the end result is going to be good. I gave myself to, to Yeshua uh, and I said, it's in your hands, whatever. And the end result was, was more amazing than something I tried to do by, on my own strength. I can't tell you, I guarantee you. And people will know our story, they will know it. It's not just a, a, a pity talk. They will know it is true. Thank you so much for sharing me that. I think it's not that easy. And it happened like not that long ago. So. And no, no, one year ago. That's the gift you can give to people. And that's the blessing of going through this process. It's now I can give this gift to people and can inspire and help people as I have been inspired by others. So it's all a cycle. That's our purpose in life. Yeah. The real purpose in life is this. I know it very well. Is that why you want to help people now? Is that with all that test and these difficulties in your life that you want to coach people and help people to use their full potential to achieve their goals? Yes, 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 yes. I understand how hard it is, how hard it is to overcome our own traumas and uh, our own struggles. It's so hard. Uh, and today I am what I am as a human being, far from being perfect, but a totally different person that I was 12 years ago. So uh, one of the things I really want and I, I, I eager to do it, it's to go on stages and share my story. I know another person. One thing I know how it's going to happen, I don't know. But one thing I know, once I'm on stage, people will change. Another percent. Because it's not about my strength and my ability. It's about his life working in me and through me. And once he does that, people will change. It's not me. I step back. The thing, I understand I'm the center of the message. I'm not. I will not. Because I understand spirituality very well. So your next goal is to speaking on stage. Yes. And what are your next goals as well? Uh, my next goal is to bring my family to Dubai yeah. because it's a big, big family that o will overcrowd Dubai. <laughs> it's <got> so many. <laughs> the, um, establish myself on real estate uh, as an agent, as an investor as well. I want to start doing that here uh, as a speaker as well. And I will uh, uh, as well start my own podcast and invite a lot of people that I know that I really were a real inspiration for me and to inspire a lot of people as much as possible. Because I know the feeling when we hear a message, I hear your story, yeah. I hear somebody else's story and get that little uh, statement or a little story that really impact me. In the moment I was in desperation, I listened to that. That was that message that really gave me that uh, breath of uh, fresh air yeah. that allowed me to keep moving forward, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah, that's huge goals. And I can't wait to see that, really. I think Thank you, you so much. will inspire so much more people. And are you happy now that you're in Dubai? A lot of uh, uh, attempts of establishing myself in a place where I feel uh, like home. Dubai uh, is the place. I really believe the place because culturally, the country, even, uh, even though I'm a Christian, uh, religions, they are very respectful, most than, uh, most than in Europe. That's a surprise for me. Okay, but they're very respectful, respectful people. Uh, they treat me in a very amazing way, which I'm not treated in Europe. Uh, the vision of the, the leadership from Dubai is amazing. Uh, amazing. Is, is amazing. And you have this, you feel this vibe, you know, you feel this vibe. It's the perfect soil to fertilize your, your seed, Dubai, you know, 
and what's ha going to happen from f uh, uh, from here to the future. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know it's going to be great. That's for sure. Next five years is going to be uh, wonderful. Yeah, I agree too. Now that I'm in Dubai, it's such a change. Like I couldn't imagine to do this in France and I don't regret it. So I can feel what you feel actually. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And um, what are you, do you have any mentors? Yes, of course, of course. We all have to have mentors or personal mentors or in, in personal mentors, right? Through videos, through courses, through books, you know, through podcasts. Uh, I do have, uh, my first mentor was Joseph Prince from Singapore. Uh, it was uh, a, a pastor that teach me a lot about God's grace and still teaching in Singapore. Um, in a very unique, uh, unique way. And then I have uh, a pastor from uh, United States I was talking yeah, about, Ge about, Gregory Dico. Uh, he's a great pastor. He preached the message of grace, uh, so sharp, so powerful, so raw, uh, so real, you know, and uh, it resonates so much with myself. The way he communicates, the words he uses, For me, it's, it's like a personal mentor. Maybe one day I will meet mm -hmm. him. I don't know. And What's his name? Uh, Gregory Dico. Okay. Yes, yes. And, um, and I have as well um, Bob Proctor. He passed yeah. away, unfortunately, but he, le he, le he left a, 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 a legacy, uh, eternal legacy, this yeah. man. And uh, he changed completely my life too. This man changed completely my life. And um, Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. Oh, nice. Um, I, I, I was in one of his seminars. Really? Uh, yes. And uh, who else? Les Brown. <laughs> yeah. Les Brown. Those are the guys. Uh, there is another ones, but those really guys. And right now with real estate, Grant Cardone. It's a great inspiration for me too. So those are the, the, the people that really uh, are like mentors uh, for my life. You see yourself as them before, um, like in a... A thousand percent. Yeah. A thousand percent. I know I'm going to be there. I'm gonna, this really? Is, yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Another percent. Because I did realize the thing, the thing is uh, when you hold yourself back, you are being prideful. You're not being humble. You're being humble when you understand, no, I, 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 I'm meant to be at the top because we understand the, the process of spirituality. We know it's not about how good you are. It's how graceful God is for you. And when we understand that, we have this confidence, not in our strength, but we have this confidence in his grace. So we know it's not about how big is my faith, is how big is the author of faith. And I know he's never failed. The only thing is me lining myself up with the spiritual principles. I know we're going to get there. So he's he going to get the credit, not me. I agree. I think he will be there too. Thank you very <laughs> much. Thank you very much. And uh, finally, can you share with us a mantra or a quote that helps you to move forward every day? Yeah, sure. Um, I do a lot of positive uh, affirmations. Um, I pray. I have my, uh, my moments with, uh, with God, you know, with the word of God. Uh, one of the most powerful things, perhaps many people are not aware, others are aware, even better than me, is the frequency of sounds. This is as Nikola Tesla said, if you want to know the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, yeah. and vibration. So I did understand that. Uh, and very powerful thing is when I went to the mosque last, last year in Abu Dhabi, uh, they, they have a tower and they have people praying, uh, praying the Al-Quran 24-7 in dif different shifts, of course, people are not yeah, working 24-7. Yeah. 
And it's because of the spiritual environment. We want the spiritual environment to be saturated with, the, with the, what we believe. And I said, this is powerful now. So that's what I do. I try to do, right? I try to do as much as I can in my yeah. home. At least one device uh, operating and playing at a specific frequency. Because I understand the frequency is so powerful, can, can, can produce miracles, right? This is the things that I do it every, every day. Thank you so much for sharing that. It was very good to have you here today, Emmanuel. Thank you so much Thank for inviting me. very much. It was so inspiring. And for me, you're clearly an example that you need to use your past and your difficulties as a fuel, as a strength to surpass yourself and help others who have the same story as you. So... Thank you. You're really, for me, an example of perseverance. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I appreciate your words. Thanks for inviting me. It's a pleasure. It's a blessing I don't take for granted. And I will be grateful forever. As I will never forget. The first you never forget, right? It's yeah, like, of course. wow. <laughs> so I'm blessed to be here and uh, for this opportunity. And God will grace you, of course, with amazing blessings for allowing uh, for me to share this message, you know, because people will be touched, I know. You know, so thank you so much for that. I'm really grateful. Thank you. So I see you very soon for our episode. And thank you so much for being here with us today. And I wish you a very good day.